We're going to learn tonight in the Perak Vav about the campaign against Yericho. The first the battle that Israel fought against one of the kings of Eretz Canaan. So the Pasuk tells us, the Yericho Segeris and Segeris. Yericho was sealed with shut closed. In other words, they knew that Kaisal were coming, they had barricaded themselves inside with Nebuchadnezzar Israel, and Yotzev and Bo. No one was allowed in, no one was allowed out. As you saw before, Yericho had a wall, and they were relying on the wall to protect them. Hashem says to Yeshua, you should know in advance, I've given you the victory in the battle against Yericho and his king, even though they're even though they're powerful soldiers, nevertheless, Hashem is going to ensure you win the war. And Hashem wants to bring about the victory of Yericho in a miraculous fashion. And therefore, He tells Yeshua what to do. You should walk around the city. All the Anshayim all the men are going to fight. Remember, the Jewish camp wasn't just the warriors. The Jewish camp was all the people. Besides for Bnei Gad and Bnei Ruben, who had left their families behind, and only the soldiers, the fighting men, had come across the Yardin, all the other Shvatim, the entire tribe was there. They didn't have homes yet. They didn't have homes. They were camped wherever the Jewish people were camped. Everyone came with their families. So there was no Indian in the entire Jewish people surrounding Yericho. It was just after the warriors. The people who were going to fight, they would walk around, they would circle the city of Yericho. They would surround the city one time. They would do that for six days. Every day of the six days, they would, so to speak, walk in a circle around Yericho. The Shiva Kayanim, seven Kayanim, Yisru Shiva Sheparis. There will be seven Kaanim who will be carrying seven Shepharis. Yovel is a isle, it's a kind of a mountain god. So the seven Kaanim will have the seven Shepharis of these, of, these, of these mountain gods. And that was every day for the first six days. On the seventh day, on the seventh day, you should circle the city seven times. That was the seven circuits around Yericho. Now, if you would like the pastor, it's not exactly clear where this last phrase is going on. When did the Kohenim need to brother Sheparis? He said before that the seven Kohenim would hold the seven Sheparis, and then the seventh day they would go around seven times, and now after that it tells us in the Kohenim should brother Sheparis. When? Are we talking on every day that the Kohenim should brother Sheparis? Or Dakh on the seventh day. They would carry them. Yisro Shiva Shepharis. They would hold the seventh Shepharis in front of the Aaron. And the seventh day, it doesn't just say they would hold the Shepharis, they would brought the Shepharis. So the Farsh have different explanations here. The Yovel is the deer, is the goat. It's the type of the Shepharis. No. So we have a different. Machlekes and the Farsh, what is referring to? The Mesodas, the Malbim explainer, is talking about every day. That every day that the Kohenim would, would, would go around on the single circuit of that day, they would brother Shepharis. When it came to the seventh day, they went around seven times, so they would brother Shepharis seven times. Now, let's be like the Pasuk. It would be, Bim Shaykh, when it was drawn out, 
the Karen Oyevil, the Yevil is again the, the, the shaifer of the horn of the Scots. Kishamachem is called a shaifer. When you hear the voice of the shaifer, the sound of the shaifer, then your real kala om trugdaida. Then all the people should make it true. So again, the Kanim Wutikaya. The Kanim Yitzku Omashaiparis. The Kanim blew tkiyas. On the seventh day, when they would heard the heard the tkiyah of the Kanim, then everybody else would do it true. Yariu Kalam Trugdaida. What here also would it mean that they made the sound with their voices, that they or they shouted, so to speak, or they used shapers as well. <coughs> and that's going to cause the wall to fall down. But now the Khaim Sayyidahtel the wall will sink into the ground. And everybody, wherever they are around the wall, will be able to penetrate Yericho. There will be no wall anymore. So, let's just again explain outside exactly what the procedure was meant to be, and then we'll try to explain why it was like that. The Mahalik was meant to be that they would walk around the city once every day for the first six days. The Kohanim would also come with them with the Shepharis, and they would blow it here at each of the one time on each of the first six days. The seventh day, they went around seven times. The Kohanim blew the shofar seven times on each circuit. And at the last one, when the Kohanim would blow the tkir, so everybody else would do it true, and that would cause the wall to fall down. What's the significance? What's the significance? What's the idea first of circling the cities every day? What, that one time each day, and then the last time seven times? And uh, also, what's the difference between the tkir and the true? That the Kani blew it here, and everybody else did a true, and that was caused the wall to fall down. So, it's an interesting thing. The Gemara in Sukkah compares this procedure of them walking around the walls of Yerichoi to the, what they used to do in Sukkot in the time of the Beis Amikdash, what we used to today, what we call basically the Hashanis. Every day of the first six days of Sukkot, they would walk one time around the Mizbech, and the Kani would blow the Shefer. And on the seventh day, which was the Shana Rabbah, they would go seven times around the Mizbech. We basically parallel the same minhag today, that every, of, every day of the first six days of Sukkot, obviously without Shabbos, we do one circuit around the Bema, we have one Akafa, one Hashanah, and when it comes to Hashanah Rabbah, we have seven. So now what's the idea of one circling something, so to speak, for six days one time, and then afterwards seven times? And then we smashed the... <laughs> um, okay, so what's the... What's the symbolism? So let's first talk about what's the difference between the Tkiyah and the true. The Sukkim, when we're talking about when it was necessary for Klai to blow the Shafer, so it talks about times when they would blow Tkiyahs and times when they would blow Truths. The Pasuk says, Times of happiness. In times of happiness, Rosh Chodesh, Yom Tafanim would be, Then you should blow it here. In times of happiness, that's the time to blow it here. It will be a reminder in front of Hashem. And then it says, when something goes wrong, right? when there's a problem, whether there's a famine, whether there's a plague, or whatever, there's enemies, then then you should blow it true. So, in times of happiness, you blow it here. In times of distress, <coughs> you blow it true. The Zayar, at length, takes this concept a little bit further, and he explains that the concept of Tkiyah is Ba'atim, a call which is coming from Chesed. It's a, it's when, the, so to speak, the heavenly response to the Tkiyah is Chesed. 
Tura is Din. Which is uh, why in Rosh Hashanah, the idea, as the Zara says, of our, even though the Ikid Din of Rosh Hashanah is Yom Tura Tiyalachem, it's the day of the Tura, which is the Tura, it's the Din of the day of Din. But we have a Tkir before and then a Tkir afterwards because we want to encapsulate the Din in Chesed. So the Tkir is a call, is a sound, which is Mo'er Chesed. And the Tura is a sound, which is Mo'er Din. Is Tura the one with the nine? We, we, I'm sure the Gemara says, what the Torah is. Is what we call a Torah today, what we call a Shvarim today. It doesn't make a difference. We do both. But the idea of a Torah is it's a broken sound. As opposed to a straight note, which is a Tkir, uh, a broken sound, a staggered note, is a, is a Torah. Okay, so what, why is it then? Why is this one Chesed? So we understand as always that the idea of something constant, the idea of something constant is always Chesed. Right, so when, you, when something is like a, a constant note like, or straight note, like it's clear, that's chesed. Something which is, is broken, so to speak, is like staccato style, it's broken into small parts, that's a symbol of din, that it's not a constant kayach, it's something which is fragmented. Now, what was the job of the koanim over here by Yerichoy? What was the idea of, of what they were trying to do? So the Mephashim explained like this. The concept of the sevens, that had to go around seven days, seven times, seven stripers, whatever it was. The, again, both here and by Sukkot, the Zara explains the same thing. That in order to be, to bring down something in its entirety, that we talk about seven levels it has to come through. The Zara has its terminology for that, but basically to bring down a certain kayak from Shemaim, in the full measure of it, it has seven, so to speak, stages it has to go through. And so this world is very much is called bounded by seven. And we want to bring something down to this world, it needs a process of seven. And therefore, we have, on each of for seven days, each day we're doing a certain part in bringing down this koyach we want to bring down. Same thing by Yerichoy, same thing by Sukkot. And then the seventh day, so now that's going to be the shleimus of everything we've done. So now we, instead of having each one on one day, in which case it would be enough to have just the seventh on the seventh day. So when we, want, when we want to combine everything together, so then we have seven on the seventh day, which is just a repeat of the, then the first six days, together with the seventh one, which is a completion of them. So in other words... The seventh one is a koyal type of... It's a koyal, but it has to be that each one is an individual koyach. And now afterwards, we want to take all those individual koyachs and put them all together with the, with the koyal, with the, with, in, in, combines them, incorporates them into one thing. So we repeat what we've done until now with the... The last one, which is why also on Sukkot, um, the same Hashanah we say for the first six days, we repeat again on, on Hashanah Rabbah. It's the same six days, we're just adding, we're adding them all together, so to speak, and putting them all into one, into one unit, which becomes the unit of seven. Now, what was the Kayat that they were using? What was the idea that the idea was circling Yerichai? And why was the Tafka worth it here? So the Yisrael is like, the Yisrael is like this. The, if Yerichai was like the symbol of the, the city which, the first city, the Kaisha wants to destroy and destroy. It's a symbol of, let's say, the evil of the Knanim, which Kaisha was coming to fight against. So the first thing they needed to do was, so to speak, prepare a, a suitable, uh, let's say, spiritual Kayach to fight against Yerichai. And therefore the first thing they did was circling the city one day. Two days, three days, until seven days, 
was to bring down a certain koich of Kedusha to combat Yerichon. That was the case. When you want to be Moshech, you want to bring down a certain koich of Ruchnius against Yerichon. So then, then, that was the idea of circling the city for every day to, so to speak, combat the Ra, which was symbolized by Yerichon. That wasn't going to bring down the wall. That was just to create a counter koyach against the Yerichon. When they had done that, so now, because there was a, a balance between the tomb of Yerichon on the inside and the koyach which they brought down of Kedush on the outside, so now they could attack Yerichon. And therefore, after they brought down whatever level they wanted to, like circling Yerichon for seven days, and brought down a certain level of Kedush against Yerichon, so now they could use the Mirasadin. And when they had the shaifa, then Yeriu kola on. Everybody has a true depending on how the Mephoshim explain it, and that would be the Koyach of Din, which would now attack Yerichoi. Now there's a sufficient, so to speak, spiritual energy against it. Imagine that would bring the wall down. Was it because of what we said last year? An example of this in Sukkot also. On the one hand, Sukkot, as is Yudur, is the time when we bring Korbanus for all the nations of the world. That's the, the one side of Sukkot. The Pari Achag, the 70 Pari, is connected to each of the nations. On the other hand, what we want to do with Arab Oyan Sukkot is bring about the downfall of all the nations of the world. Which is not just the fact that the amount of the Parim go down, but the idea of circling this back was for the same point. We're trying to create a count of Kedusha to whatever we're using on the Mizbah to bring down to the going. And therefore it's the same idea. That the idea of we go around seven times, which is seven days of Sukkot, the last two we go seven times, and then we, we've, so to speak, balanced the Kayak of Kedusha we want to bring down, connected whatever influence the nations will have. And that's why the Gemara compares the Hakafas around the Mizbech to Hakafas around Yerichoi. They, they were both the same thing. Doing a, what, uh, to use the Lashon of the Arizal, the Hakafas was to bring down, in his words, which is always the Kabbalistic terminology, but the Hakafas were to bring down what he calls an Ormakif, to bring down the level of Kedusha on the outside, which would balance whatever was in the inside. And we made it, that, would be, that, that would be more powerful than it. In the, just what like we were trying to do by Yerichoi. Hashem has a point for them in the world, but not to be more important, not, not to be in the upper hand. So yes, there is a chef which goes to them, but we want, to, but we want it to be in a way that Kali Yisrael, so to speak, is dominant. We have the Yadrama. We have the Yadrama, right. So that's the, the same idea that we find by both of them. And uh, the, the, therefore, the, there was two steps. The first step, like we said, the Tkir. That was the, all seven days, including the last day, and it was always the Kainim. The Zayar also says that when it comes to the division of duties in the base of Mikdash, it's very interesting, he writes that the Kainim will connect the Meres HaChesed. That was the job of the Levim, will connect the Meres Um It's very interesting how he goes through each thing that the Levim did, the Kainim did, to explain exactly why each one was, like, so to speak, suited to their job. But it's the same thing over here. The job of the Kainim wasn't to bring the punishment. The job of the poem was to bring down the chesed, was to be, be to care the shepharis. It was the afterwards when they had done that, then all the people together, all the all the, all the warriors, the fighting men, who were the people who were circling with the kainim, they were the ones to, to shout the truah or to blow the truah, and that's what brought down the wall. That was the, the punishment which came afterwards. Right. It's the same thing when it comes to when it comes to the hakafas and sukkahs. So there's also there a discussion in the Gemara who used to go around the mizbech. Was it after the kainim? was everyone. And Bemis is the same kind of a question. What was the point of it? If the idea of going on this bath was also to, to create the circles of chesed, like he's talking about over here, then that would be the job of the koinim. 
with the job of the Kohen, that's, that's, that's their job, to bring, to be Moshe Chesed, so to speak. And therefore afterwards, once we've, achieved, once we've finished all the Hakafas, so then we can balance, so to speak, the influence of whatever the guy might have, but the, the way of bringing down a, a chef, a Kayach of Kedusha, was Dafka through the Kohenim. That's also Dafka through the Kohenim. The warriors went around, right? The warriors went around, but didn't do anything. The ones who blew the shofar were the Kohenim. Was the only time that, that the warriors were active was on the seventh day, when after the, the Kohenim blew the shofar, then they were, they were Maria, they blew, brought, they blew a truah, and that brought down the wall. Is that the same reason in the world? So even though it's true that we, that in the, in the broader scale, let's say on the celestial level, there's a koyach of ra'ah and a koyach of tov, and there's a balance between which one is stronger. And of course, by, by propping up, by building up the strength of Kedusha, so that we can overcome the koyach of ra'ah. This is more the avoider of Klai as a whole, or a tzaddik who, for himself, he hasn't got any internal struggles anymore. So now he can focus on his energies on, you know, on fixing up the world. For most of us who we're still dealing with our personal Yetzirah and trying to overcome our personal uh, bad middles or tyrus, whatever it's going to be. So yes, we're not, we're not dealing with, yet with the bigger picture of changing the celestial balance of Tov and Ra in the world. Back for sure, that's also no avoidance.